Get to Old Navy now for February's biggest style steal. 40% off all jeans and tees. Jeans start at just $18 for adults, $12 for kids. With tees from just $7 for adults, $6 for kids. All jeans and tees are on sale, even your favorite rock star jeans. All jeans and all tees are 40% off right now. Don't miss out. Run into Old Navy and OldNavy.com today. Valid 211 to 221 excludes in-store clearance jeans and tees. Active licensed and men's package tees. Hey you, yeah you, listen to NYNJ Real Talk. Have you ever wanted to start your own podcast but you didn't know where to start? If you haven't heard, you should check out Anchor. Not only is it free, but they also offer you creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. They will also distribute your podcast so you can be heard everywhere, from Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can even make money on your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now back to the show. This is your boy Ray. This is Rob. This is NYNJ Real Talk. And today we have a special guest. State your gangster. <laughs> oh, that's real gangster. <laughs> Super gangster. His name is Paul. So, Paul, how's life treating you? Well, good. It's good to be spending time with you guys. Love the podcast. You married? A lot of good stuff. I am married. Life ain't treating you that good. The podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Paul's like, yo, what the fuck? We're getting into the questions already. Five seconds in. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Can I work my way in? Lucky it ain't No loud. loop or nothing? You trying to date me or something? <laughs> What's your number? <laughs> Have you niggas watched any movies this week? Nah, actually. Well, what did I watch? I just saw. Oh, you know what I saw? I saw that stupid ass movie, Stuber. Right, that, that shit was like, horrible. Oh, my God. Like, and that Indian dude is normally funny as shit. And it was just corny. It I, was I, I feel because he's... Uh, is he Indian from, like, India? I think so, yeah. I think they typecast him because isn't he the same dude that's in Devil? No, 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 no. The cab driver, that's another little skinny comedian. Is that the same one? Nah, it's a different person. I thought it was the same fucking guy. I was like, that's fucked up. They typecast the motherfucker. We, oh, we're no, looking for an Indian dude. taxi cab driver. <laughs> that's fucking mad racist. <laughs> we like need somebody him. to be the comic yo, relief. Yo, yo, not only that, he had the super Indian name, Bangjit. <laughs> it's fucked up. It's one of your cousins, though, right? Nah, man. Cousins I'm Trinidadian, daddy and not Indian. I'm not from... The, the, the Same shit. You're fucking from India. Hey, your your hey. great grandparents sell sell slushies and newspapers <laughs> back in the day, bro. Come on, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> they old stuff. Your last name is fucking Donuts. I, I, do you know what Rob's last name is? What's, what's Rob's last name? It might as well be Patel because it's fucking mad Indian and shit, bro. You're fucking Indian. That's it. Listen, that's nah, like that's yo, like a lot of Trinidadian heritage comes from India. Yeah, yeah, like all of it. So it's all to be celebrated. And if it's not India, it's from like Spain or something, right? No, African, African. Yeah. Alright, well Rob has no African in him. No. no we're about he's, realistically had the, speaking, he's had the occasional African. Realistically on top of him, but not speaking, in him. if you're from an island in the West Indies, you're West Indian. Uh, a keyword so there. And you're Puerto Rican. You're in the West Indies. Key, Where you keyword, from, Paul? Keyword. Are you just like Chicago. redneck white? <laughs> <laughs> His name's Paul. Of course he's fucking redneck white. Shit. Hey there, guys. This guy said Chicago. Guy came in here with a sweater that has a Confederate flag on it. Come on, bro. 
<laughs> Yo, you know it's bad when he checked too. I was like, wait a minute, what the fuck? You know it's like, bad when he double checked. Like I took that one out the closet. <laughs> fuck, I didn't mean this, guys. I'm sorry, but he fit in around where we at right now, so he be alright. Yeah, don't cross that bridge though, bro. Into the Bronx? No, into Manhattan, into Washington. Well, them niggas don't know nothing about Confederate flag. Uh, I know the heights are getting better. A lot of though. that area is changing. Yeah, the heights is getting better. It's getting more. Uh, what's it called? Genderfied and shit. Genderfied. Gender yeah, but I mean, the white Gentrified. people will understand what he's wearing. Yeah, the Hispanics they're like, oh, will be like, they're gonna be giving oh, him high fives and shit. Colorful sweater with their Donald <laughs> oh, Trump hats. Because you were gonna say because I'm in a uh, a hoodie and shorts. You're like that's real white. Yeah, that's that white boy shit. And you go outside with slippers when it's 20 degrees. Well, shout out to the system that locked up those. Those five assholes that killed that little kid, yes, the sixteen-year-old. Oh, yeah, they, all of them got life. Ah, well, twenty-five to life. Twenty-five to one life. Got, one, one got no parole, so he's staying in there for the rest of his life. He ain't never coming out. The only thing I don't agree with is that they're all gonna be like on fucking con, what's that confinement and shit. Like they're not gonna be in solitary pop. confinement. Not, to me, they, they should, should be, be in general. gen pop. Yeah, they, they should, should put be them in gen, gen pop. pop. Oh, they will survive. You want to be? You want a gangster? Then you need to be in fucking gen pop. <laughs> They won't survive there because they killed a kid. Niggas will kill them niggas in there. And they deserve to get killed. If that was my kid, I'd want them in Gen Pop. I'd be fighting for them honestly, to get Gen Pop. Honestly, if it was my kid, they wouldn't have made it to trial. Yeah, that too. But then I'd be going into Gen Pop. Yeah, I know. Uh, the, the wife and I often have that fight over. We would probably be fighting who ends up in jail. Yeah. Like, no, I'm going. No, I'm going. But but <laughs> see, like when I talk about stuff like that, like because I guess I have that overactive imagination... I'd be doing some kill bill shit. I wouldn't just be going up and like shooting and kill. I'd be like with a samurai Ninja. sword and yeah, like <laughs> torture, sneaky torture. shit. You know, Straight they'd be torture. there playing video games. I'll sneak up from behind, like nah, nah, dude. I kidnap a couple of them, tie them up, slit them up with razors, pour Rob, salt on Rob them. Wants them to know. Yeah, Pain. He, he's gonna be going Pain. Washington Heights on you know what you call it. You, you remember Method Man's album? Yeah. I fucking sew your, your asshole clothes and keep feeding you and feeding you. <laughs> well, you were asking about what you're watching. I actually watched the latest episode of Wu Tang. You fucking now that you mentioned you fucking cut your eyelids off and feed you nothing but sleeping pills. That kind of torture <laughs> with a bright light. <laughs> with a bright light. Ooh. I actually like that TV show, the the Wu Tang one. I love the story. It's on Hulu, right? I haven't seen it I, yet. I watch it on Hulu. Well, it's on yeah. Hulu. I, I pay for it. Uh, yes, it's uh, on dumbass. You, you know your boy right here be doing a lot of illegal shit for cable, right? Yeah, but <laughs> you forget that Paul's super white and like he's afraid the FBI is gonna come knock on his door one yeah, day. He's like, oh, nigga, you smoking? Oh no, 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 no. Medical? Got a, he, he got a legal. I forgot you have a card. You have a legal card to do it. I apologize. See, if the FBI rolled up in here right now, he'd be like, "I'm white and I got I'll a card." Like, it was the white guys. <laughs> I literally just pushed all the weed to his side. <laughs> I'm white and I have the card. These other guys, they just kidnapped me. They oh, kidnapped man. me to do this podcast. That, yo, are you allowed, even though you have a card, are you allowed to smoke at work? No. Yeah, I work in another state, first of all, so that's one thing. Rules are different. And there's still, I mean, you're still at work. You still got to be able to function, right? Yeah. No, so can you my, function? My company won't let you do that shit. No. Are you, are no. you, do you have, oh, you don't. No. You don't. How long you been doing it? Like this, medical-wise? Yeah. Two years. <laughs> How long non-medical-wise? <laughs> it was like once in a blue. See, it like, like uh, a thing. Oh, it wasn't an everyday thing yeah, for you. It was you. like socializing and stuff. Okay, okay, okay. That's respectful. See, I, I like those type of questions because when you ask somebody, like, like an, an average person that doesn't have a medical card, and you ask them, do you smoke? And the first thing that pops in their head is, smoke what? 
Yeah. That's what he just yep. did to you in like yep. a medical way. Oh, like, did it medically? <laughs> medically, I've been doing it for like two weeks. <laughs> Yo, dude, dude, every time every time I go to the doctor, like if I if I have to go to a new like a new doctor for something and you gotta fill out that paperwork, then they ask you questions, do do like do you smoke? I always say smoke what? They'd be like, uh cigarettes, no. Do you smoke marijuana? That's the only other thing I would that they, depends. Are yeah. you going to get me in trouble? No, no, no. If there's one thing I do, I tell my doctor the truth. Hands down. Everything. How can they treat you otherwise? Exactly. Yep. That That's what I say. I said, if they don't know, you're never going to get cured of what's wrong with you. They're not going to report anything you're doing to yourself. Because it's doctor-patient confidentiality. So yeah. it doesn't if matter. Somebody else, they got to say something. But they can still look at you like you're a fucking pothead and a fucking. Oh yeah, they addict. can look at me yeah. anyway. Anywhere, they, anywhere I, they fucking want, dude. You still got to take care of me, homie. Because I told you, I told you everything that I do that could affect what's going on with me. Well, Figure doctor, it out. The doctor may be like, "Is check clear? It did. Okay, good. I'll take care." Because <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I was going through my stuff with my tumor, and I went to the hospital, and I was like, "Ready? Like, yo, just take this shit out my back." They asked. They were like, "Oh, do you smoke marijuana?" And I was like, "Why? Why is it important to like what's going on with my back?" They're like, oh, because now there's like the new things where we could prescribe you mar- uh, marijuana for your pain management. So I was like, all right, cool, yeah, yeah, I, I smoke. I smoke fuck weed. yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah hands you know, up, both hands up. Sign me up <laughs> twice. But then, but then the bitch looked at me. And she was like, oh, when was the last time you smoked weed? And I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't keep track of that shit. Like, if I'm in pain, I smoke it. Oh, where do you get it from? I was like, a friend of mine. A friend of mine was like, yo, like you look like you're in serious fucking pain here. Yeah. And she was like, oh yeah, because it looks like you're going through withdrawals right now. I was like, what? And I looked at my wife. I'm like. Did this bitch just say that shit? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to make it sound like I'm a fucking pothead like and shit. Feet. I don't smoke every yo, day. You nigga. can't smoke like once every four or five I, months. Yo, honestly, honestly, I, I stopped. I stopped for five years when I I had to accept a certain position. Yeah, a certain position in my life. I had to stop for five years. And just stopping was like, okay, I can't do it. I can't smoke for the next five years. Okay, put the blood down. And that was it. Like, I don't have an addictive Personality. Personality. Yep. I, I don't get addicted to yeah, anything. Me so like I, I just stopped. So all that Chocolate. withdrawal shit, I've I've literally never seen anybody go through a draw. Because I see my boys be like, y'all, nah, I've seen y'all people go going for withdrawals. the fucking um this job. I can't smoke for a month. Oh, all right, cool. And they'll just rock it out for a month, not smoking. They're perfectly fine. Who the fuck goes through marijuana withdrawals? That's what I'm saying. And she was swore because yo, I'm well when I was going what through my you, shit. Wait, I, wait, wait. You should have asked her, what does marijuana withdrawals look like? Well, because I, I'm sitting here as I normally do every day. First, no. first I got upset because I was like, yo, this bitch just called me a that crackhead. Is, it's kind of disrespectful. You know what I'm saying? Number two, the reason why I'm in the hospital because I'm in such severe pain. And at that time, I wasn't taking any medication for the pain. That's when it first started? That's when they first were like, yo, you have cancer. You have to do surgery. We're going to do surgery. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And this is the date we're giving you. But two weeks before that date, my pain was so bad, I went to the hospital. And I was like, yo, fuck that. You guys don't have to push that surgery up. I need this shit out my back now. And I have a high tolerance for pain. I've, oh, since a little kid. I've always been told I so, have a high tolerance for pain. So, so, so. Not to get off topic. So, if you had the original date of your surgery, you would have missed your wedding? No, original uh, surgery day was... Um, the day I went and ended up having my surgery anyway. Oh, okay, okay, okay. They just loaded me up on fucking... Uh, Codeine? Yeah, take this Oxycontin yeah. and this Oxy whatever and wait two weeks because I had gotten two weeks before my surgery date. Okay. 
But I was in such pain. I'm like, yo, I have a high tolerance of pain. I've been hit by like two cars. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I had my foot run over by a truck once and I didn't Jeez. go to hospital. You know what I mean? I, I, I've had my chin split open from falling off a bicycle down a hill full speed and didn't go to hospital. And I was just dripping mad blood on my face. <laughs> full damage control. And that just didn't hurt. You know yeah. what I'm saying? This, I was in fucking pain. And I was like, yo, I need there's, there's something wrong. Yeah, yeah. I was like. I couldn't yeah, walk, couldn't do shit. Basically. And I remember being in the hospital like, yo, you people got to give me something. And they, they're giving me oxys. No, it was uh, Percocets first. Yo, they gave me the weak shit first. I walked, in, I walked into to where he works, right? This was, uh, this was before he had the surgery. And it's fucking 15 degrees outside. This guy has on a sweater and shorts and sneakers. And I'm like, I walk in. I'm like, yo, Ray, what the fuck are you doing, dude? It's it's freezing outside literally freezing it's in the teens oh i can't feel my legs because i couldn't feel anything below my waist i said how the fuck are you standing up i was mad confused at times like you can't feel your legs how the fuck are you standing up (laughs) (laughs) he might have been high that day too though (laughs) (laughs) no but i couldn't because of the thing i couldn't feel anything below my waist yes and it, it, it was basically choking my nervous system like all the cords and stuff in your spine it was choking it so i that's probably why I've always had a high tolerance for pain. So wait, did, yeah. you, did you have a problem getting... Of course, this is going to be me that's going to think of this. Were you not getting erections then? Like, everything was cut No, off? My, my shit's good. Okay. I feel my dick. So you had blood legs. running to your dick, but not just... <laughs> <laughs> but I have big thighs, so my dick is always warm. So that's probably why, you know... <laughs> and when you're, you're hung like a horse, you know, even when it's cold outside and it shrivels back up to five, it still looks all right. I wouldn't it's know. Average. I wouldn't know. I'm under the five... I'm under the five-inch club. I'm sorry to hear that, bro. Yeah, man. Sad. You're sad the only days. Trinidadian, what is it, West Indian that I know with a small dick. <laughs> That's like meeting a black man with a small dick. They have those? That's embarrassing. I mean, that means he's half white. <laughs> but anyway. Me, oh, and Paul, me and Paul are going in competition. <laughs> you're both going to lose. Is it to see who got a smaller dick? You got to pu- pull back the pubes and shit to find it. Now cleanly shaven. Fresh. It makes it look bigger, right? It makes the tree look bigger. And then, then he tries to suck in his gut. You know, you gotta like give it every inch, oh, yeah. and push I, it out. I don't got a gut. Invert your ass. Maybe talking about me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he got the dick pouch. The d- <laughs> dick just hides underneath the little flap. <laughs> a fucking kangaroo. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. today. We're going to talk about saving the tatas because it's uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Uh, I think it's Cancer Awareness no, Month. No, no. This it's month just, it's just breast. Breast cancer? cancer? Yeah. What month are we in? October. All right. October. Yeah, I think Yeah, I think they got marathons and shit yeah, coming up, right? They had the, what is it, the Empire State Building was like been pink or something like oh, that? Oh, I didn't even know. A couple weeks. Yeah, all that stuff's been going on. Cancer sucks. It does Fuck suck. Cancer. It Yo, does. My, my mom is a two-time survivor. Damn. Yeah, she cut both her tatas off. Now she walk around like a flat-chested chick. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way to look at your mom. <laughs> Definitely not touching that one. <laughs> now my mom, yo, my mom listens to our podcast, and what my mother has my right, sense right now. She's humor. shaking her head like this fucking kid. Yeah. This is Rob. Mom. She's like Rob was my cancer. One. Yeah, I probably was. I probably the one that caused it. Who knows? Nah, but I believe what caused her cancer was that whole nine eleven shit. Oh, because that's she, that's possible. Yeah, my mom worked for Verizon. Prior to oh, retirement, she worked there yeah. for like 35 years, and her building was actually pretty close to the towers. Yeah, no, I, yeah. To the point where she went back to work a couple of days after, right? And all that stuff. And they were doing the cleanup, and they were removing body parts from the roof of her building. 
And she happened to see one of the worst things I could ever possibly imagine, bro. You naked? <laughs> no, that's a beautiful thing, man. You can ask the next door neighbor. Yo, open the door, yo. <laughs> right? She's about she, to go so dark. Can you I just, know. Like, I got to cheer it up a little bit. <laughs> yo, can yo, go total dark. Yo, she saw a woman's um, hand, and inside the woman's hand was her baby's hand. Oh, uh, yeah, that was shit was bugged out. But my my problems, my asthmatic problems are stemming from 9-11, too, because I worked down there, and I was there the day of. I saw everything go down. They, that's a whole nother topic for another podcast. But 9-11 I can, podcast. I was literally there watching these planes go into that building. That shit was fucking bugged th- out. They're saying a lot of people got those, like, you know, cancer diagnosing because of the, the stuff that was in the air. That, that, yeah, and, and the, during and, but, but that's I, the shit. When, I, when those, I came out, when those I came buildings out of came building. down, though, when yeah. those buildings were coming down, I remember being on Boulevardies watching. Yeah. And the big gust of fucking, it was so windy, the, the cloud fucking gust was coming to the jersey side. Yeah. Because I remember yep. my house and fucking having, like, shit on my shoulders and shit from standing there watching that shit. The first building had fell. I was inside of the... The, the courthouse building and then they evacuated us because they said building one had fallen so boom we run out when we run out and the direction the streets that they had blocked off they had us running a certain direction to get away from the shit yep. it led us closer to the fucking tower and then that tower started imploding and all that shit just covered us as we were fucking running yeah, out of it you. that shit I, I live in Washington Heights 171st street on Broadway I walked home from down there to 100. That was the longest walk I've ever done in my life. I was in Midtown on 34th Street, and it was more of a, it was on TV yeah. in the office, and you saw it, but you saw, you know, just some the smoke rising, and then the second one happened, and yeah. then the event from there, and the people, it was, you know, early, it was on the earlier side, right? They had everybody gathered, and they're like, we were situated right by the Empire State Building, and they're like, you know, we're near the Empire State Building, so we don't know, given what this looks like, since it's such a big landmark, we should get away from it. Yeah. Go to one of our other offices. Yeah. So we trooped it up to 42nd. You know, everything happened, and I walked. I lived in the Bronx. I lived in um, right across from LaGuardia area. Can't take it. Near Castle Hill. and okay. um, End of White Plains Road. And I had to walk back. You walked from there all the way there? Yeah. Holy shit. That's a long walk. I, I walked. I walked four blocks back to my house from <laughs> I don't have a deep story like you guys. I feel left out. And sh- I should make one up now. Yeah, but anyway, going back to that. Yeah, we kind of blaming that on my mom's casket. When she first it's got possible it, though. she only cut one boob off, and we kind of was telling her just do both. You know, just to prevent it, because yeah. they say that's a great prevention plan. Yeah, but that's like someone telling you cut off your left nut. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know so like, she only did one, and then she did the the fake boob, right? Then when she did it the second time, I mean, not did it, when it came back again, this time she had to remove the other one. She was like, I'm not going to do the hassle of doing the whole boob job. Like, why bother? Yeah, why bother? I don't care. I have nobody to impress. So she just did it. And well, my well, mom she's is, at that age where it's like whatever. Yes, whatever. My mom is chilling, watching TV, living her um, retired life, you know? And what she hears me say, because we make fun of her in this cancer shit all the time. She just sits there and laughs, and she joins in on the jokes. So that well, that's, that's why that's why if y'all listening, who, who's ever listening, the jokes I say is because it's coming from a happy place of my mother surviving this shit. Yeah, you know. And I told Aunt, I was like, "Yo, let's talk about cancer." 
and make fun I, I, of the I shit. Was like, he was yeah, like, no, I, I don't think we could make fun of it. I was like, yeah, we can because my mother survived the shit. I can make fun of this shit. My mother, I mean, I feel sorry for the ones that didn't, but my mom survived it. So why can't I make light of it? You know, that's how I see it. Well, everybody Eat has your to way go of through. Coping? Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Everybody copes in a different way. Exactly. Like I do the fuck cancer jokes all the time too. Over the way he and you had cancer. And you had cancer. I didn't have something as serious as what your mom had. Yeah, yeah but, but you still had surgery. You had to have. You still had a cancer, a, a cancer surgery, whatever it's called. You know. I don't know the specific terminology. Epipendemoma. Neoplastic <laughs> epipendemoma. Anybody on your side? Uh, my mother. Oh, wow. Pancreatic cancer. She was uh, 65. And my sister, who uh, was in her 50s from esophageal cancer just a couple years ago. Passed away? Both? Both. Well, I know your mom with the pancreatic. That's like 100%. You're, you're going, right? If I'm not mistaken, like 99 percent, because you have people, like root or well, prostate. With some, I think you're I think thinking of prostate form. cancer. No, no, no. What he's talking about is they never catch it until it's, it's already stage four. four. Yeah, yeah, pancreatic almost, is yeah. almost 100 percent of the time because yeah. there's no. Signs. So it's like a it's like a point one percentage of surviving. Really, not surviving, remission, lasting longer. Yeah, because I think you always have it. Nah, yeah. should. The question is: Do you uh, even with breast cancer? Do you always have it? I don't even know because I I know they say we can remove both breasts because you know niggas can get well, breast it's, cancer it's, it's, too. It's a, there's it's a two. Gene. There's basically two ways, right? And I'm not the doctor just because I'm white here. Yeah. But one, is, <laughs> well, but, you're the one with the medical right, card. It's, it's genes, but sometimes those genes are inherited and they pass that along, yeah. right? No matter what, there's some that don't pass along. No. And then the second way is something changes the genes in your own body. Which After to form like, it, like, like the 9/11 about, thing, right? Uh, when you smoke, according, according, you see, they ask you if there's anybody in your family that has cancer because it could be hereditary. And then when you, I was speaking to doctors when my mom had it. They say cancer is not hereditary. Everybody gets it. Anybody could get it. It's a mutated gene, basically. Yeah, that's what that, it is. It's but not. It can be hereditary, but anybody yeah. can get it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like my grandmother. I mean, my grandmother passed away from ovarian cancer. Right, my mother's mother. Yeah. Or maybe okay. it isn't passed. Maybe it's you have a better chance of carrying it, it because yeah. Yeah. Somebody, yeah. So my mom, she wound up having like a ovarian cyst or whatever, something like that. It's kind of like ovarian cancer also. Yeah. So she was like real scared about that shit because that's how her mom passed. But it, it, it is a gene that you can carry. It doesn't mean that you're going to get cancer. But if it, it runs in the family, sometimes well, it's a, high, you have a higher chance. It. Yeah. Yeah. Like my my mother in law like and my sister in law got lupus. Well, that's not cancer. That's I like think that is a cancer, isn't it? No, that's like is a degenerative uh, joint. I'm not doing housing oh. over here. I think well, it's different. Nigga, you white, so it's different. You know, we asking you. You got the you got the medical card, bro. You You're the, the only here card. with the medical card. <laughs> <laughs> so you, that, that, your Facts. fucking doctor, Doctor P. He's Doctor Paul today. Doctor Paul. So no, but if, if it how runs do we in the get family, rid of cancer, Doctor Paul? Smoke weed, apparently, because it kills cancer cells. To me, yo, I've been doing. I've been trying to get my mom to smoke. She won't. See, the thing is, my mother's never smoked and never drank alcohol before, so it's it's her body's fucking clean, immaculate. You so know, all you gotta do is like blow some smoke in her direction. She'll get high as fuck. I, I gave her I gave her CBD uh, gummies without her knowledge her. without her knowledge. I was like, "Am I gummy?" She's like, "Yeah, yeah." She started eating it, and next, you know, I bounced. 
my brother calls me like a day later, like two days later. Dude, what did you do to what Bob? Did, what the fuck did you do to Bob? I said, I gave her CBD. Yo, dude, she's been sleeping for like two days. I was like, and, and we're I was all like, out of cereal. I was milk. like, yo, she not eating? And no, she wasn't eating. It wasn't giving her the munchies. It was just making her sleep. I wish did I had did that you problem. give her a whole bag though? No, no, no. I gave her one. Uh, I was going to say, because she might have just kept eating the fucking gummies out yeah, of the but bag. Those gummies and candies are ridiculous. Nah, not not to me. They don't do nothing to me. Because I, I, I think because I smoke so much, it takes a lot of edibles to get me high. Well, that's uh, the same thing that he said that time I showed him the cookie that I had that one time. Nah, dude. I wasn't smoking as heavy as I smoke now. Uh, when you gave me... Yo, this nigga gave me a crumb. A uh, crumb. I ate it. I mean, our boy... Fucking mouse. <laughs> yo... I ate it. I was I was fucking high as shit. See, the person, my other boy was high as shit. My other boy was talking to my hoodie that was on a pallet that he thought it was me. <laughs> the person who gave it to <laughs> me he told kidding. me, he was like, yo, these cookies are super potent. So I'm there like, all right, well, I never had any edibles. So I don't know, like, to me, what, what the fuck is potent. But I know Rob smokes. So I'm like, yo, Rob, here, try this. You're the expert. I'm like, here, try this. I heard, like, all you need is a crumb. And he was like, that's fucking bullshit. Even though the other dude I gave it to, he gave me a dirty ass look like, you motherfucker, you gonna give me this little tech. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. Cheat. Yo, he goes, yo, you got all that, you gonna give me this little piece? He's like, nigga, just eat it. He ate it. Like, yo, 20 minutes later, bloodshot ready. He's like, yo, where, talking yo, to where the are wall. we? Like, yo. Talking to the wall. Because <laughs> Rob had his ha- sweater hanging. And he's th- there thinking that he's talking to Rob. And Rob wasn't <laughs> even there. It was just a sweater hanging on the wall. Rob's just standing behind him, looking at him like, but, nah, but me and Rob are both looking at him for like 20 minutes like, what the fuck what is he doing? doing? <laughs> and then when he finally realized it, he but got hot and turned around. Was he, he was like... standing there? Was he having a conversation? He was having a conversation. conversation. <laughs> and he was like, yo, what the fuck? This nigga ain't responding. He yep, turns around. He, he sees us. He's like, who the fuck was I talking he, he turns around, turns around pissed off as hell because he's like, yo, I'm talking to Rob. That nigga's not talking to me back. <laughs> it's like, Rob's right here, nigga. Yo, that was... Yo... That was a monumental comedic moment for me because that shit had us laughing for hours. I was supposed to be in and out of there at at the spot I was. In and out of there half an hour. We stayed there for like two and a half hours, three hours laughing. Yeah, that shit was fucking Mind hard. you, mind you, I was so fucking high. I was like, yo, I'm not getting behind the wheel right now. <laughs> you should never operate machinery while but mind you, yeah, I'm there looking the at them like these are two niggas who smoke weed, you know, pretty <laughs> frequently, right? So I'm like, and those tiny ass little crumbs, I can't fuck yeah. them both up. Yep. So I was like, I'll just lick it. I'm there like, yo, I, I could just sniff the I cookie. I ain't going to lie, that shit. that shit. I ain't going to lie, that shit was fucking. I, I never ask anybody, like, you got more edibles? Because most edibles that I eat are trash besides my wife. My wife fucking makes. Well, that's good. Your wife is Poisonous trash. fucking shit. Yeah, that's just be fucking having you like. like Convulsions look, and seizures and that shit. You, you're looking at your apartment ceiling and you're like, yo, those stars are mad nice tonight. What's she putting in your cookies, LSD? Yeah, shit, dude. <laughs> I don't know what really? the fuck it is, but her shit was raw. But second to none was that cookie that you brought. I've never had anything that Where'd strong. Where'd you get that from? He used to so make his own shit. Got it. So it's important. <laughs> he doesn't do it no more. That's why. That, that was like a one or two time deal and that was it. He got his house raided by the owner of his property and... Are you serious? Yeah, they robbed him, and the the super was like, "Oh, if you want to call the cops, go ahead. I dare you." Have fun. So my man was like, "I can't do that shit no more." Oh, I would have taught somebody a new one. Somebody would have got it. Yep. Somebody that's what that that shit got it. Because yo, he was selling that shit and everything all over the place. He was using <laughs> FedEx. Nice. He had that shit saran wrapped and ziplocked, and fucking like eight bags later, you'd finally get your cookie in the mail. That nigga was the ghost of New Jersey. He's charging like twenty five <laughs> cookie too. It sounds like it was worth it, though. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, that co- one cookie will last you a month if you eat it correctly. <laughs> oh, you eat crumbs. 
crow a day. Yeah, it was like a good like six, seven inch cookie, like round. Yo, dude, this shit was raw. I ain't gonna lie. But to me, that should be given to every cancer patient because it has cancer benefits. Well, they're they saying well, it helps. They do, at least in, in this state, New Jersey. I think that's why they, they kids told me I qualify. Kids can actually get medical marijuana, too. Well, they're giving the kids that CBD oil. Yeah. Shit. They're not giving like no, full-blown no. marijuana. Yo, did you ever see that video with... Uh, it, it was an older guy, and I think he had like permanent seizures. Like, like he just couldn't. Yeah, you know, I don't know what the fuck is that shit called. Where you just can't stop moving all the time. Tourette's. Parkinson's. Pa- oh, maybe Parkinson's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like he was Michael like J. had the shakes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But his 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 Within case was so severe he couldn't even hold a glass oh, of water. And he they smoked gave, and he stopped the seizures, right? Within they gave like him an two hour. Pulls, yeah. And he sat down, and within an hour was the first time in years that he's ever sat still before. And had a normal conversation. That's yeah. that's the power of this shit, but they want it to be illegal. But they'd rather you but dope yet, up on opioids and fucking, like you know. That Robin Williams movie. Which one? Patch Adams? No, not that. I don't know. There's the one where <laughs> I've never seen that. the patient, like, they were giving him so many drugs and he took him off their drugs or something. I don't. Yeah. I don't even know. I only seen a few of his movies. Well, and in hindsight, fucking Mrs. Doubtfire probably one the most times I've seen. To me, Aladdin. he wasn't. To me, honestly, I understand Did he was a great Aladdin? comedian, but I wasn't a big fan of his. To me, he wasn't funny. Yes, I watched Aladdin. I love Aladdin. I look like fucking Aladdin. I know you look like you the really new Aladdin. <laughs> it looks like the new Aladdin, the one with uh, what's his face, Will Ooh. Smith. Oh, uh, yo, that show was whack. I didn't like it. Well, you look like a non-diesel version of the genie right now. <laughs> so do you. <laughs> I, I look like the genie from the cartoon, the big plump one. Yeah, but back to fucking save yo, the tatas. Save the tatas because yo, this Ladies, shit's fucked up, man. If you got some shit, get your shit checked. Check those lumps. I mean, I don't know how. I, I love titties. Any sex, any religion, any race. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, that's the thing about cancer. Cancer doesn't give a fuck if you white, black, Chinese. And cancer just sits there sometimes, and you don't even know you have it. Yeah. And it's just building, building to the point that uh, you're gonna die in a month. Because you know, I was actually watching one of those, um, those, those, those TV shows that they're doctors, whatever that they play doctors. I don't know which one it was. Two MD. Nah, nah, nah. One Reason of the recent Adam ones. Me. Yeah, probably one of those. I don't know what it was. I'm not sure. I was just sitting there watching Chicago it with my girl. Chicago. I think we should. Was Chicago, Chicago Man just Man? started again. Uh, I don't know. It was one of them it's shows that my wife be watching. And uh, this dude was fishing, and the fish that he caught, whatever, bit his leg, and he had to go in for surgery, and they couldn't figure out why the medicine and the and the thing to cure the infection from the fish wasn't working. And when they did a deeper scan, it turned out he had cancer in his leg. That he, that he didn't care that they had to amputate it. He was happy that... You found the cancer. So this thing was like hugging the dead fish at the end because if it wasn't for that fish biting him, he would have never known he had cancer in his leg. And I was like, that shit really does just stay dormant um, until it's ready the, to kill the, you. The tumor I had, that it, what made No, the, but you felt pain though. Yeah, but I felt pain after, you know, three years of going to fucking doctors and then bullshitting me. I finally found one that was like, yo, you fucking got some type of cancer. But the shit I had is something that you're born you with. That's what made it so rare. Yeah, because they told like, you, you you wasn't supposed to live like what past five years old or some shit. Well, most people who have that don't make it. Yeah, because it's type of brain cancer. Once it reaches your brain, you're shit. fucked. But what I had, the reason why it was rare, it's rare for adults to have because it's something that it's a cancer that usually forms in children. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You, so my, which means you had it in you the whole time. That's what the doctor was like. Yo, like you're fucking a miracle right now because you've been walking around with this shit your whole fucking life, and it, it just got to the point where the tumor had nowhere else to go and it was stuck. 
That's why I was feeling the pain and I was having trouble walking, which is what caused me to go to the doctor. Shit. And it took him a while to figure that out. Had mine not got caught in the spinal column because it wrapped itself around the nerves. Yeah. And but it I, wasn't just that. From what I remember from the story, you had doctors who weren't listening to you either. So no, I had a bunch of shitty ass doctors. I, I, I think a, a few of them told you, oh, it's just back pain. Take well, some Advil, the, UBI. Right. The first one, water, the first like one was weight. No, it was lose some weight. The first one I went to, that nigga was like, oh, do you have a Netflix account? I'm like, yeah, because everybody had Netflix like, you know, eight years ago. And he's like, yeah, there's this movie I want you to watch, Fork Silver Knives. So I'm there like, okay. Uh, what are you going to prescribe me, though, like for my pain? <laughs> he goes, watch that, because the minute you lose weight, you'll feel better. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, dude, I have a high tolerance for pain. If I'm coming in here for pain, cause I don't even like going to doctors. It's because something's wrong something's with me. Something's wrong. Like, yeah. I don't go to not, the doctor either. Me watching a fucking DVD and fucking about not gonna pigs and cows me. getting killed is not going to help my back at all. I'm still going to eat that fucking <laughs> cheeseburger. I'm still going to eat that fucking hot dog. Yo, dude, I love food. I love food. Fuck Walmart. See, I'm so, I hate that place. Yo, I'm such a fucking foodie that I have to pay attention because food gives you cancer now. Certain oh, foods give you I cancer. see what you did there. Good job. I no, was it thinking does. it. Yeah. Said it. And most people buy their food at Walmart. So is Walmart not like, causing cancer? Too. You know what? I don't. I don't buy steak at Walmart because they got Wal- some horrible ass meat in fucking Walmart. Walmart is known for using meat glue. Meat so, glue? Yeah. And the that's fuck what is meat glue? That's when they have. All right. They gluing your fucking pork chops together. When they, when they, um, when they're cutting up the cow to make the certain. Uh, designs of the steak, T-bone steak, porterhouse, all this shit. All the remaining little chunks of meat that's everywhere, they use this powder. It's called meat glue. And they mix it into all the leftover beef. And then we and wonder what causes out, cancer. They flatten it out and they carve it into little pieces of steak and they sell it to you as um, round cut steak, this cut steak, like that. That's why sometimes if you're noticing as you're cutting a steak, and you're cutting it, you're pulling it, and it's like this white thing that looks like the fat. That's not the artery. Fat. That's meat glue. I thought that was like an artery or something. And now it's we just found glue. out how Walmart causes cancer. Yep. That's why I never buy beef from them. Yeah, their meat selection is horrible, though. Dude, I never buy beef from Walmart. I don't know where you can see, but most likely, definitely 100% on YouTube. Just type in meat glue, and you'll see videos of that shit. And Walmart is one of the main people that supply beef that they don't admit to using it. The people, the the uh, the people that um, the scientists. No, no, no. The, the people doing the, the research. Work there. The, the meat glue specialists. No, I'm looking for the right word. Um, We're trying to help no. you. Uh, the Cancer Society of America. No, like you know those reporters that tell you the truth, even even if they're gonna get uh, fucking locked up and shit. Fox News. <laughs> no, they lie. <laughs> <laughs> Them niggas are saying Walmart ain't using no meat glue. There ain't no such thing as meat glue. But that shit was crazy when well, I watched that shit. I was like, "No, no, Mr. What's Walton, crazy I'm is not that buying meat from you. That, that white, uh, white glue that they use for the meat glue is yeah. also the white glue that they use to glue your shoes back together. Is it? No, I just made that up. Uh, Sounds interesting. I'm about to say that. That's fucked up. That would be fucked yo. Because you heard about the the thing with Subway, the shit they were making tires out of. They were putting it the in bread. the bread. Yeah. That was yo, a couple years ago. That they was a couple stop. years ago. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I didn't eat. I didn't eat Subways for years after. I, I, yo, he spoiled it for me because I used to eat Subways every day. I was like, yo. And he was like, yo, dude, you know they put tire products like in the like, bread. You say subways. <laughs> subways like Illinois. Illinois. Subways. Subway. Well, between the tires and Jared having sex with the underage prostitutes. Yo, he gave it a lot of weight. Subways still around. He gave a lot of weight in prison. How do you gain weight in prison? Big bubble blow lip lows in his back. <laughs> And in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking 
fucking rapist. He, he be taking foot lungs in the fucking throat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm definitely gonna change topic. <laughs> He's like, I'll stay out of this one. Paul's like, I'm the only white dude here. I don't want to get raped. <laughs> you ever been oh. to prison? Not too. You ever so, had sex with a man? No. You, you want to? Shit pushed in. <laughs> I, have a, I, have a hard, I have a hard time getting it out. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm, I'm frequently constipated. That's why I have a medical card. Dude, go get a stool. You put your legs up. Anyway, I was going to go back to the whole food cancer thing. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So I, I mentioned earlier in the show my sister had esophageal cancer. So what's what is that? So your if you don't mind. So basically, you know, your throat that runs down to your stomach, that tube. So is it similar to lung cancer? No, no, no. That's no. your lungs. Your esophagus is... is the, the tube that your food goes down into your okay. stomach. Okay, yes, 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 yes. Oh, right. she had cancer. She had cancer in that? Yes. Holy it's called esophageal cancer. Does that stop you from eating? So here's the thing. So here's what I'll tell you. You generally get that one of two ways. Either smoking or from uh, like really bad stomach acid. So if you have like acid reflux... Yeah. What happens is the acid reflux changes the cells in your esophagus. Yeah, well, like, that acid. Just like the smoking, exactly, because it turns acid, it into cancerous cells. And it turns it into cancerous. So she had she had um, acid reflux for years and years and years. Her doctor just, you know, basically meprazoles, like tubs. Gotta love those doctors. Yeah, just pushing that stuff. Yeah. Did they tell her to watch a video? Never really addressing it. <laughs> they, nah, she's too old for that. So a VHS tape. <laughs> Here are your options. No, but come on, as a doctor, you know what I'm saying? Like, how are you gonna fucking prescribe? You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm I'm sure they were telling her like take tums and fucking rollers. Just because, what I'm yo, just because you're too. a doctor, just because you're a doctor, that does not mean you know everything well, about the situation. It's also <laughs> ultimately her responsibility because it's her body and she's got to take care of herself. Just yeah, like when you weren't getting the treatment you thought you needed, you well, went elsewhere. The yeah. minute my man told me to go watch a fucking DVD and to lose some weight, I was like, I need a second opinion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, and that's then, why you get second opinions. But I had to go like three or four different doctors before I finally found one that was like, you know what? You've never had an MRI done? Why not? I'm like, I don't know because I didn't think that was an option. He was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go sign you up for an MRI and see what we find out. And boom, they found it. Yep. How many different doctors did your sister go to? One, actually. Oh, she's a content person. Like, all right, this guy found it. Well, a family friend had a connection for a really, um, for a well-established doctor. Cool. That's great. Um, so they they got her in right away. What happened is she ended up going to ER because she started she couldn't eat anymore. Uh, it, it, it does end up closing, closing it up. Yeah, exactly. So, so how do you get any kind of like IV? Not like energy to do anything. Yeah, so that's part of the problem, right? Is you have to you have to deal with it one way or another. So a lot of liquids and you know I don't know. She's no solid food. She, no. Damn. How long? How long did she have it? No, yeah. What was her lifespan after she found out? Not long. Year. Oh maybe. wow. Not even. No, nah, not even. I remember you telling me about it. Yeah. And chemo. You like no you chemo. No, she did chemo and radiation. And nothing. So they did chemo radiation, and then they figured she was actually a candidate for surgery. They said as long as the chemo and radiation worked, and uh, we do the scan and we don't see anything, we can go in and operate, which was going to be taking out basically her. It was. Basically bringing her stomach into her chest. Oh, wow. Because you're cutting all that out. Okay. That's so, crazy. It's crazy that they could do shit like that. that. Yeah, for real. But they did that, and it wasn't long after. Cause it, it just, oh, it, she it did, did the surgery. She did the surgery, and it, it didn't matter. She was still gone. Because it, it, the cancer came back, and it came back ravishly. 
which is always like the scary part because even when like you do like survive like a, a surgery and stuff it's like you always have that in the back of your head like yo like it came back it could come back and it comes always. back with a vengeance and shit you know what I'm saying it came back days months how it long probably after probably would have been weeks weeks yeah so she had like three weeks of clarity and then it was like fuck me this shit Here yeah cause I remember you went most, there you went there when she had the surgery time in the hospital too because they, they could never get the situation under control Man, that's sad. So when that's she finally went that. home, you know, yeah, that just sucked. Kids, yeah. So she was she was older than I was. So she's got um, she had one daughter, which isn't that far off from my age. We're almost like sister and brother. Okay, and then a uh, younger one, another, so probably twelve years younger than me. Oh, so, wow, but he's man. in his thirties too. And, and Paul was her oldest. <laughs> that was always a joke. Yeah, because she was just old enough. Hey, she raised you, right? She helped your mom raise you? Uh, up t- till about six. After that, no, because mom and I moved. Oh. Oh, that's right. But had older. you ever met her, she used, she used to have a lot of funny jokes about Paul when he was a baby <laughs> and shit. Facts. <laughs> yeah, so many brothers and sisters you got. That, that was it. So he, here's what's messed up now. I already said my mom passed away. Yeah. So from pancreatic, I'm the oldest in my family, of my family now. How about your pops? The, he died when I was two. Oh, Wow. As long as I know I don't even think I've ever heard you talk about your pops. No, because so I, I didn't know him. So, so you literally just have, like, cousins and... Barely. That's it. It's really as far as, I, you know, my niece and my nephew, and then... Like, Whatever the kids' Paul's dropped. Wow. But but you have somebody to carry your dick because you have a son. Am I correct? See, that we're going to get in a touchy subject. Oh. He changed his last name. Oh, yeah? Oh, I apologize. I didn't... I, I just no, knew you had okay. an older son. I'm just saying, I, I, didn't touchy, I didn't say I want to talk. He, he changed it. He had his reasoning wait, wait. why. Did he change it to his wife's last name? No, no, no. no. Huh. Her husband's last name. Your ex. My ex's husband. Gotcha. Oh, wow. Okay, well, sorry to hear about that. He um, might carry the name, but he carries the gene. The, yeah, the, he carries the gene. You know, all his kids are going to be that's, Sussex. That's correct. <laughs> hey, listen, you know what? Nowadays, a lot of women keep their last names. So there's nothing to say the youngest couldn't. Yep. Yeah. My wife got my shit hyphenated. I was like, you ain't a real gadget either. I wouldn't want to be like, one either. Thank you. I wouldn't want to be one either. She yes, doesn't want people would. thinking that she's fucking, you know, a slushy maker and shit. <laughs> what, about, what about your wife, right? Did she change her last name? I don't even know. I know she did on social media. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that really counts these days. Anyway. Yeah, you know, you know. No, but, no, but, no, no, no. Her name is da-da-da-da-da. I, I saw it see, on Facebook. When me and her first got married, we talked about it, and she was like, "Oh, like you know, I, I'll do it, whatever." And I was like, "Yo, it's no pressure. I don't give a fuck because I don't even like my last name. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I'm not gonna force you to have that <laughs> shit just because you married me. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I spent most of my life without that. Yo, my, my last name is damn near unpronounceable. A lot of, nobody can fucking pronounce it. I off just the back. figured out how to pronounce nobody. it when I put Rob's name into my my iPhone, and when he calls, it says Rob Gajadin. That, that's how I know how to oh, say it. it. Pronounce it correctly. Yeah, I'm about to call you after the show. Want to hear that shit? Yeah. I want to hear that too. It <laughs> says, you have a phone call from Rob Gadgetine. And it's got like an English accent, so that might be the reason why it says Probably. It Probably because growing AI. up, could nobody say my last name. That's why everybody calls him Dean. Gotcha, Dean. Even my own wife still says it kind of funny. When she says her name, when she's like on the phone with a credit card company or whatever, and she says her full name and then my last name at the end, I'd be like, yo, you say that shit bad wrong. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, but it really, sounds funny to you. Yeah. How, how fucked up is it to say Patel, though? I don't get it. It's. <laughs> you know what? I'm not even gonna fight you assholes. He's like, "Fuck you guys, no, just I'm not fucking doing that. dickheads." Nah, but with me and my wife, I didn't even push that shit because I don't even like. Did yours take your last name? Kurt. Yeah. 
It did. She did. You well, know, it benefited her because, you know, when you're, yeah, she you're got Spanish. a white man's last yeah, name. Well, yeah, what's your last name? Like Rosenberg or some shit? Nah. <laughs> I'm going to keep it it's off pretty the close. podcast. It's pretty close. I'm going to yeah. keep it off the podcast. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty close. She's like, yeah, I'll it take benefits that, her because, you know. Don't she, think she, I got good credit. She went from like a Hernandez to a Rosenberg. So, oh. like, right there, her credit score jumped up she like jumped 200 up. points. Yep. Like, oh. <laughs> wow, man. Now she had 200 points. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I've lost. I'm fucking high still. <laughs> and that was one toke, bro. Fuck. Nah, if he smoked I, a blunt. Yo, yo, I'm telling you, that medical shit, dude, that should be like 34% THC. That's fucking high. 34? Yeah. Nah, nigga, that's just like 85. Nah. How much is that shit? Well, hopefully this does not make the podcast because you did not have any of my stuff. Oh, no, I did not. You have your own medical I supply. I have my own medical hope. supply. Oh, so yours is probably 37 because I know the shit you get from medical be like 87%. Nah, nah. The weed itself, the actual flower, is like 35 max medical. If you get like that. That's not what that shit says when you fucking unroll that shit from the package. I don't, you know, they give you packaging that spells all that out. Yeah. yeah. That should be high as fuck. I still don't understand it. Here's I, how they explain it to me here's the one that puts you in the couch, and here's the one that'll keep you out of the couch. Sativa. And I was like, okay, that I can understand. <laughs> Cause I know that oil shit that uh, my brother be getting, this should be like eighty-seven. Some of them be yeah, the oils. The oils are really high because the oils are pure content, but they put a lot of lighter fluid in it, so it keeps it potent. I don't know. It just depends. Like if it's like I kind of know my strains now, but again, I take it for pain, so sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. So uh, you know, you got to try to find different strains that work for you. See, this is another thing, right? We were talking about earlier, esophageal cancer. Not to bring it back to that, but acid reflux, right? Oh, uh, pepper uh, sauce causes that shit like a motherfucker, so bro. Saying, you got to be careful with what you eat. You got to yeah. change your whole lifestyle. Yep. They were like, you better stop eating that buffalo sauce. But but it's different It's different in your sister's situation because her shit was 24-7 around the clock. Am I correct? Yeah. Well, that's, you see, for a person like us that eats it, it, if we have it one day, we eat a couple tubs. We ain't see that shit till we eat that food again. Your sister was living with this shit. That's that's yeah, a but whole different. She wasn't beast. living her whole life like that. No, no, you no. Know I'm just saying, saying like, it from, sucks from when the moment you find out one day to from the, the next. From the moment it started, it was around the clock heartburn. That shit must have been fucking horrible. Because though the, the but, couple of hours that we get it for, we fucking sit on the couch crying like you go away already. Yeah. But but drinking water and milk. How, how many times do you eat shit that gives you heartburn and you know it gives you heartburn, but you eat that shit anyway all the time? Pizza. All right. When his sister didn't know she was sick. She was probably doing that shit just like, oh, fuck, I'll deal with the heartburn. Did she think it was like regular heartburn at first? Well, again, we don't. she was also a smoker for a lot of years. Oh. Uh, so yeah, it causes heartburn, too. Cigarettes. Yeah. Cigarettes do cause heartburn. Yeah. So, you know, probably both <laughs> didn't help. Shit, man, that sucks, man. Sorry to hear that. Yep. That, that, that must have been a How far apart, if you don't mind me asking, your mother and your sister? No, your mother and your sister. Oh, my mother and sister? Yeah, like like from passing. Oh, uh, let's see. Mom was 2006. <laughs> By the way, it was like the third date with my wife. Oh, wow. Which is crazy. She was there. She came with. That's how I knew. It was, it was real. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, she was there when my mom passed in the bed. So that was 2006, and my sister was... I'm not going to remember the year, but it was a few years ago now, about three Okay. okay. Three. Well, still, I mean, I mean yeah, it still hurts. But yeah, at least you had like a because my my niece was pregnant with her second kid. Well, she went through hers right after I had my surgery. Yeah. Whew. Which was like three years ago. 
And by the way, on the podcast, whenever you hear uh, Ray talking about the guy who rubbed his nipples with ice, that that was me. <laughs> and, and fed me the ice chips when I couldn't move. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the hospital, right? Yeah, they had me in the ICU, and I couldn't move for shit. I mean, I, I couldn't drink anything because they were afraid I was going to drown and couldn't eat anything because I guess I wasn't able to eat food yet. Nope. But they had you chew on ice chips. I was still out of it because I was hitting that morphine button like it was like a clicker for the TV. <laughs> and I was wondering why the channel wasn't changing because we didn't have a TV in that room. Did I do the first night with you or did Pam do the first nah, night? No, you did you? the first night. You okay. did the first yeah, like, cause, cause night and a half. needed to go home because that was a long day. Yeah, well, because I was supposed to be down for eight hours and it was 18. Yeah. So when I, I went in, it was like... You should see him. We walked in because finally post-op, like literally all day waiting. Almost a day, right? You heard. And we go into post-op. He looked like the Steve Puff Marshmallow Man. I, I couldn't open my <laughs> eyes. I couldn't open my eyes for shit. I remember the first thing it came. And, you know, listen, you're happy because you know your friend's on the other side of this, yeah. right? So, but the first person he wanted to see, his son. First person he wanted to see. He was like, he couldn't even talk. He was so Steve Puff at the time. It was pretty funny. Yeah, I, I remember my first words when shit. I woke up. It was like, yo, I can't breathe. Because it felt like I had, like, my chest. Was like crushing in. Yeah. He had these crazy. He's got crazy scars on his head. All, all sorts of stuff. Burn marks on my chest, yeah. my leg. Wait, you don't got eyes, but all right. No. Oh, I. I uh, from they like when you get the surgery. The surgery I had, they throw you on a, a metal. It's a fucking metal bed. There's no cushioning. I remember seeing the bed when they were they getting ready to put me on there before they put the anesthesia on. It's yeah, straight up a metal bed. They need, yeah, they need to know that you're not going to move once they... And then they yeah, got yeah. you all these fucking sensors on because since they know they're cutting the nerves, they have all these <laughs> fucking pads on that are like, you know... And with me, I have thick skin because I use those TENS machines and shit and you always got to crank that shit up on high, which is what they we use. We call it husky. Husky. Husky husk. Well, they said I was nice and thick. But anyway, so I got burn marks on my chest from the, the TENS shit from them making sure like, you know, the muscles are working from the nerves that they're cutting wow. and shit. The, but I was supposed to be down know, for eight hours. His stuff was so wrapped up. They didn't know. They didn't know what nerves they were cutting. They're like, I don't know. He might lose feeling here, over here, over there. Yeah, but remember, they were like, we don't even know if he's gonna be able to walk. So we yeah. need. They they put these fucking special things on my legs. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. They wasn't sure after the surgery if you would have been able to walk again. They physically cut nerves out of my spine that yeah. were encased with tumor. Yeah. They were like, we couldn't take that out, so we cut the whole thing off. So. The nerves that they cut, they don't know what those nerves are doing because there's so many nerves in your spine. So they were like, there's a good chance that you might not know how to walk. So they put these special socks on that go up to like, I think my knee. And then it's supposed to like stimulate the fucking whatever. It's like the ones they sell for you on air when you take a long flight now. Uh, Oh, like compression compression stuff. But it it plugs into the fucking bed. Those shit's dope as hell. Yeah, it plugs into the bed. They could program it and all that shit. But they they kept poking my feet. Remember? You you had to watch that shit. They they you drag the, the you can you feel that? this? Am I touching your foot? All right, am I touching it now? Well, tell me what you feel. I'm, I still don't feel my feet. Oh, shit. He, he had a, he had a hard time going to sleep too because he knew when once he went to sleep he'd forget to hit the morphine button. Yeah, and so the pain. Well, the nurse the bitch sent me the first day. Remember, because the nurse was like, "This is your morphine button. If you're in pain, you got to." I'm like, "No, nah, I don't want to hit it. I don't want to hit it." <laughs> okay, fuck it. It's not working, Paul. He woke it's up. Not working. He, he woke up at one point during the middle of the night, and he's like, he was feeling it. Yeah, he felt it for his wedding. I remember that he was in pain at one point, and at that point, I was already good because yeah. it had already been a month. What was it like? A week after the surgery? Two weeks? No, it was a shit. Month I, or two, wasn't nah, it? a month. A month. Yeah. I had my operation March 25th, and we got married May 5th. So, the yeah. whole month of April. 
Shit, that's not enough time. Still, well, the doctors didn't think it was enough time because they were like, "Nope." I'm like, well, "I can't cancel the my wedding. It's been planned. It's so you know yeah. destination. You can't just renege on that and change the date." Say, hey, uh, yeah, can we move the date? Can we push it back eight months, please? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't get your money back for that. Nah, especially you probably could have with a good doctor's note. I might have. Yeah, my wife might have. The rest of you people who are guests, oh yeah, you guys nah. would have gotten fucked. You. you got- it is interesting if, if Big Mike had been here because I don't know. I didn't sympathize too much with Big Mike. <laughs> I didn't. No, nah, but he was going to come because his mom is also a breast cancer survivor. Um, a couple of his cousins. Like, yeah, a, a lot of his family survived. And I think he's only lost like one person. That's crazy. Yeah. A lot of a lot of his family members See, had, had what, cancer. What's crazy about cancer, like, lately, like in the past five years, is that it sounds like you, you hear it more often. Oh, yeah, so you're hearing yeah. a lot more. You know why? Because it's in the food. Well, if they're fucking the gluing food, meat and bro. shit at Walmart, plastic thanks fucking Walmart. Out of. Yeah, because now they say if you leave the uh, if you leave the bottle in the car overnight, yeah, don't they, drink the water anymore. It, it goes bad. The toxin yeah. in the toxic in the plastic. The bottle, Listen, like, geez. we got microwaves now. Yeah, for real. They always we, have microwaves. We've had it for a while. And TVs that yeah, are really big screen. If, if you probably look at the time of when microwaves came into our life, and then you look at how much cancer possibly has grown in that time, you might. See a correlation. The Co- problem is yeah. we've made so many advances so fast over time, you don't know what's really impacting you. Like 5G, right? Everybody's like, oh, 5G, 5G. Do you know what 5G does if it's going through? I heard it burns you. I don't I don't know. That's what I heard. Well, I don't know how cell true phones it is. are everywhere now. Well, they say cell phones could lead to cancer. Yeah, they tell you never put your cell phone in your front pocket. You know, no bullshit, though. Testicular cancer. Yep. No, no bullshit. I, whenever, I have a vest that I wear for work, and the vest has a, a pocket for your phone. And I'm not even bullshitting. I put this fucking phone, this big ass, what is this, the X10 Max, whatever fucking iPhone, in that fucking front pocket. If I have it there for more than two, three minutes, I start feeling chest pains. I'm not even bullshitting. I'll get like a pain right here. And then I have to, oh, that's right. I have it in the fucking pocket. The minute I take it off, it goes away. Imagine that. Shit. But my body's been weird since the radiation bullshit because Pam bitches about that shit all the time. That when I sweat at night, my sweat like, causes the. Pillows against the glow. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. I glow in the sweater. dark. No, but I'm always hot, though, since the radiation. It could be uh, fucking snowing outside. I'm breaking the fucking sweat. Really? Hell, yeah. I, I got to have the AC on all the time now. Oh, you're one of those. It's funny. I was, like, zero weeks old when I figured out, like, my body. I have to have it 69 at night. I finally figured that out. So what, to be at my room? Ambient temperature? Yeah. <laughs> uh, me, I just like it to be cool. I don't like it cold. I don't like it hot. I, and, and I need a cold bed. My bed can't be hot. The sheets need to be like ice cold when I initially lay down on it. If it's hot, like if my wife is sleeping on my side, then she moves over and I lay on the bed, I get fucking aggravated because <laughs> it's hot. <laughs> Why is it so damn hot in here? Put on new sheets. I'll be telling her, yo, 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 you making my side hot. Go to your side, please. But she need to get cooled down. Nah, is that Robney's one of those custom beds that like instead of springs, it has like dry ice underneath? No, no, no. <laughs> they, sell, they sell like a comforter now that shoots air oh, into air, the, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. It stays cool or some shit. It has, I, like, I saw it on, on, on Facebook. I saw that shit. It's like an air conditioner for your bed. And yeah, it's like, yeah, cool. It touches to the back of the mattress. But cold is a fat man's friend. <laughs> I'm always hot. Like the, the past couple of nights have been kind of cold that night. I'm always cold. I've had cold. The AC on. I'm always cold. Well, that's because you're fucking 95 pounds wet. So, question for you, right? 154. No, 154 with, with your long hair? No, with I don't the have braids? Long hair. When you let your goatee grow? No, actually, 154. When you got to take a shit? You know, Rob posted a picture yesterday. I still don't know which one is him. <laughs> I posted a picture. It's because him and his brother, you got a twin. Yeah. 
But oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm but the it's, one, it's probably the smaller one. I'm the, I'm the, the, I'm the one, one. I'm the one intoxicated, if you just look at the eyes. No, Rob, Rob's <laughs> the guy that he looks like he has a tan. Because your brother looks like he's fucking vampire and shit. Yeah, he's, he, he's very light-skinned. look now. That's like my Bob. My Bob was light-skinned. Anthony, yeah. question for you. Yes. So how many years are you removed from You've, the surgery? It's going March, I think, four. March will be four. Four years. So are you done like with your scans and everything? Technically, no, because what I had, they have a five-year, it's five-year, 85% chance out of it coming back. So so once I pass what that five-year mark, 85% chance. Of coming back? Coming back within the first five years. As bad as it was or building Usually back. comes back worse. Yeah, cancer doesn't just come back and like it's nice and <laughs> comfortable. <laughs> it's usually back with a vengeance. But I have an 85% chance of getting it back within the first five years. So, so what happens years. after the five? After the five, they say that, you know, I hit that 27 percent that cured. I'm good. I should be good. Oh, it drops down but, to 20. Jesus Christ. But because I was so young when they did the operation and since they use radiation to treat it, I'm also at high risk of getting testicular cancer, stomach cancer. Oh. So that's the thing I always hear about medicine, right? You use medicine to treat something. The problem is it messes up something else. Something else, yeah. So just like with, you know, again, to go on that topic about acid reflux, right? What just happened with Zantac? There's a problem with, you're taking that for acid reflux, but they recalled a bunch of Zantac. CVS, Walgreens stopped selling it because it was causing cancer or it had an ingredient in it that can cause cancer. cancer. Are you serious? Yep. yep. I didn't and, hear and about that. There was like one study, because I do, I take acid well, reflux stuff and there's a study that just came out that says most people who take it for even a short period of time um, have a greater chance of getting upper GI cancer. Yeah. So you're no taking question. something to fix something, but it's going to mess up something else. Well, it comes at a cost. Are Pe- you people who take chemo? Chemo exactly. is basically poison. Like it's literally poison for your body, and they put it in you to hopefully uh, eradicate the cancer the cells. cells. Yeah. yeah. So Even you're putting then, poison in your body, knowing willingly in hopes that so it eliminates that. Do you get acid reflux from everything you eat or certain things you eat? Usually, it's certain things. So, let me ask you a question. Knowing what your sister went through, why did you do it to yourself? Yeah, but it's like I had orange juice today. I have orange I juice can't drink once orange in juice, a blue yeah. pick, and it, it, it gave it If to I me. drink Sometimes orange juice I don't at always night, know. know what it is. So, once you find out, do you stay away from it or do you go back to it because you like how it tastes, how it, you just like that food? It depends on what it is. So, like uh, buffalo sauce. <sighs> buffalo sauce. Stay right? away from it, bro. But sometimes, actually, sometimes it's about moderation. It's like if I'm not eating it every day. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So if I'm having it once in a blue, maybe once a month I'm having something buffalo. Well, I'm fine. There is no issue. That's like people who are lactose intolerant. So it's not a very repetitive thing like twice a week, once a week. But it's about moderation and changing your diet accordingly. Yeah, I guess. I'm lactose intolerant, but I I drink more than two cups of coffee now. But I know a dude who's lactose intolerant and that motherfucker drinks milk with his cereal because he doesn't like the way that lactose free shit tastes with his cereal. So it, every it morning like he has diarrhea. Milk. He doesn't like it. So every morning after he's done eating his cereal, he's shitting his brains out. <laughs> <laughs> Plastering the fucking walls with his shit. shit. Yo, you drink two minimum two cups of coffee a day? Minimum. Jeez. I, won't, I generally don't go I bar- that. I barely finish my first cup in the morning. I'm slow. I'm cutting back. I'm starting to cut back because I need coffee. Otherwise, I get headaches in the morning. Yep. So, but right now, that, I'm, that's because you slowly you're suffering from back. withdrawals. Yeah, that's the that caffeine true. withdrawals. Yeah. So, as I said, my so you are addicted I, to something. No, Your body's addicted to oh, something. Oh, shit. No, but I'm allowing myself that's to just been told live on NY NJ Real Talk. Rob has an addiction saying? to coffee. Addiction means that you're not going to stop. 
I'm, I'm I teaching only have my one. No, exactly. But if you have an addiction, you can't stop it. You're like, all right, no, no, no. yeah, I need help. I need. I don't need help with coffee because I'm slowly cutting it back myself. But you still I won't stop eating though. chocolate. Yeah, I like chocolate. I, I I eat chocolate maybe once a week, if that. I'm not a big candy person. Every day. Yeah, but it doesn't have to be candy. It could be chocolate cake, chocolate syrup, chocolate ice cream. La chocolate milk. Chocolate milk. Ice cream. Well, chocolate. I, Lactose free milk for Rob. See, I never really want ice cream, but like, say my oh. wife is sitting there eating it, and I just take a little bit. It's like, like, like it tastes so good once it touches your lips. Type shit. Fuck that. I, I, I'm not gonna say the name of the place because I don't remember the name of the place. But you need to talk to my wife because there's an ice cream place around our way. This lady she just met. Their hey, ice cream is the place. shit. It's, it's a, a new, new place. place. I saw her. Post Yo, the it. ice cream is the shit. My nigga, and I don't eat a lot of ice cream. Yeah. I have one favorite type of ice cream. It's pistachio, and that's the only kind I really eat when I go out. I do not like pistachio ice cream. I love pistachio. I love that cream. shit. Since I don't I like. Kid. I don't like the Haggadas version. Now they don't got the nuts like in one? it. Yeah, they don't got the pistachio. Nuts. I don't like it's the just, friendlies one just, either. It's just green ice cream. No, fuck that. I like Carvel. Yeah. The one Carvel makes is my favorite, and I like the one from um, Turkey Hill. Okay. And and I won't eat anything else. But when I go to ice cream place, I usually ask for pistachio if they have it there. Because usually when they make it fresh, it has the more nuts in it. Yeah. But, yo, Pam brought home a, a bunch of mixed shit, like a cup with like a whole bunch of different flavors that this lady had. Oh, that shit was fucking delicious. Yeah. S'mores, the apple, it was like apple pie flavor. Yo. That shit sound good, right? Yo, Dude. Yo. I'm can't t- be talking to a pothead about ice cream right now, bro. <laughs> I'm not a big ice cream eater. Like, I won't go out of my way to eat ice cream. But, yo, fact, this lady's shit is fucking shit. I'm about to smoke again right now. How, how did you, uh, I mean, I, I know how you were. How did you, I mean, this is your mom, right? So, yeah. how did it impact you emotionally? Honestly, I was a pretty tough kid growing up. I was a very weak when it comes to my parents. So... I cried in my own privacy. You know? I would You're a room. pussy. <laughs> yeah, I, I would go in my room, <coughs> and i just sit there. i think about it, think about it, running You still think head. about it, don't you? Yeah, I do. I, I think about it every time I see my mom, like almost every other day, you know? Like, we have to constantly check on her because my mom is the type of person. Was she so busy taking care of you, she didn't take care of herself? No, 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 no. That wasn't it. My mom... My mom was career driven and and her family and her job. That was it. She didn't care about friends. She didn't care about vacations. She didn't care about nothing. It was family and work. Work to provide for the family. Her and my father. That's what so they really did. was my family. Yeah. And she just ran with it, you know, and then she knew she knew she had breast cancer. The doctor had told her. She told us like two months later. That's crazy. Yeah. So your dad knew too? Nobody knew. Nobody. Only she knew. Only she knew she had breast cancer. So then two months later, and I'm like, now I'm shook. And I'm I'm looking shit up on the phone. And I didn't tell my wife anything because I'm still trying to process. Were you mad at your mom over that? I was, but what the fuck are you going to do? She has cancer. We got to deal with this and shit it's, now. It's her life, right? And it's her life. But the thing about my mom. We're a very close, close-knit family. I've like heard. I, I speak to my brothers and my sisters almost every fucking day. I talk to my mom. My mom calls me to joke around. My dad calls me almost every day to joke around. So it's like, you holding this in for two months and not telling us. Oh, I didn't want to stress you guys out or bother you. 
Bah. So one of the hardest things she's ever done, you think? Yeah, to tell us. To not tell you for two uh, months. Not to tell us for two months. Yeah. Huh. It and probably took her that long to grow the, the courage to fucking tell you guys, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, or she was smart uh, enough to recognize she needed to process it I herself. Was, I was just about to say that. Yeah. Like she was probably like, I have to pro- I have to understand this before. She loved her family them. so much, she knew what they were going to go through when she told them. And she needed to be good with it for herself before she could, because she she's probably... And I'm sure she'll tell you whether or not she agrees with this statement since she's a listener. She almost felt like she was going to take a weight from the family once they, because she's always provided and it's always been about you. Exactly. And she said, I just need to be strong enough for myself so I can hold the family when they go through this. That's That's an amazing woman right there. And that's a great thought process. I didn't even think of it like that. In like in that detail, so that's a that's actually a great thought process of well, what that's she because Paul's white. White people <laughs> think like that. Medicated now, but <laughs> medicated, but yeah, like, and then and then my sister who had a life in California, her and my brother, but my brother had moved back prior. My sister had a whole life in California. She packed up and left and came home to take care of my mom. Family's more important, and we were here too. You know, my wife was. Yo, my wife and my sister basically did everything to make sure my mother got exactly what she needed to fight this shit and survive it. Well, his they mom went everything. to the same place me, that I had to go to. Me Karana. personally, me personally, that shit was amazing because I don't know if I could have done that. I could be there emotionally, support, but finding out doctors, I'm, I'm, I'm not that person. So I was like, I was happy for my wife and my sister. See, they did me? everything. Like you see my dad, me, my dad, and my two brothers... We were like four fucking deers in headlights when this shit was going on. And your sister knew what to do. And my sister and my wife knew. Get to, well, my wife worked in the hospital at the time, so she had connections to everywhere. She knew every doctor who's doing what, who's the best doctor to get it done, this, that. You know, they were running through shit. And me, my two brothers, and my father were like this. And my father was mostly crying all the time, right? Like I said, I, I never cry in front of my mother. I guess it's uh, showing strength. Shit, I don't know what it is. Who fucking knows? But I did cry in my room going through the shit. And then the second time hit, she waited a fucking month again, Paul, to tell us that it came back. We're like, yo, did you not learn from the fucking first time? She did. That's why it only took her a month this time instead of two. <laughs> yeah, but you also got to remember when you're going through that shit and you think it's like in remission. That's what it's called, remission, yeah, right? Yep. Yeah. And then you get it back. It's like, fuck. Like, now, now do I have to prepare for the worst? Well, it's because you let yourself back. have hope. Yeah. And yep. when you have hope squashed... I don't know if there's a worse feeling in the entire world than that. Because yeah. then, how do you tell your family, like, all right, look, that first time around, I yeah, it wasn't enough. Now I got to do it again. <laughs> I know my my situation. So with my my mom, she was living in Florida, and I was up here in this area, and she didn't really have any other family in Florida to take care of her. And my sister and my mother didn't talk for a number of years, and they weren't talking at that time. So, mom was in and out of the hospital; they couldn't figure it out, and Could finally. That- not to interrupt, they couldn't put that shit to the side. Well, I, I'll get there. Okay. So I got called to the hospital, flew down, and so the doctor tells me what's up. And I'm like, yeah, like deer in headlights at first. But then I also jump into action because how mom taught me to start attacking something and trying to figure it out. I also knew there was nobody else. It was just me. And first thing I did is I um, told my mom, I'll be right back. She's still in the hospital. I walked down the hallway, I called my sister, and I said, listen, I don't give a fuck what's going on with you two, but 
mom's been diagnosed with stage four pancreatic cancer and there's just no chance there's gonna be no chance of survival now my mom talked about doing some treatment to to push it out a little bit like to prolong her life correct yeah um and yeah that, i mean it ended up changing everything because listen especially now it's even bittersweet because they're both gone that I was able to reconnect them before that time. Before that They passing. were able to squash the Whatever beef that they had. Yep. So it was like one of the, the it's crazy, unfortunately, that I had to do that. But I remember being so emotionally and mentally trained because I'm, I'm in the Northeast. She's down there. I'm trying to coordinate care, make sure she's going. Um, and I remember I just she was really far along at one point, but she was home. And she would it would mess with her head a lot. And she didn't know where she was or what was going on. And I needed to go return something to the store. And I, I come out of one of the back rooms, and she's chewing on the receipt that I need to return this item at the store. And I, was, I just remember it being so mad. And I'm like, I needed that receipt, da-da-da. And I'm, I'm yelling, and I'm upset. And I get it out of her mouth, and, and, I, and I stop for a second, and I apologize. And I said, Ma, it, whether or not she knew I was saying it, I, don't even, I still don't know. And I realized I wasn't mad at her for what she was doing. That was silly. I was just mad at me because I was frustrated hurt by being in that situation. You're frustrated. And hurt that my mom yeah. was going to. Uh, stressful. Yeah, and it was. Because the, was... the one question you always ask yourself, why my mom? But then again, every person is asking that same question when they lose their mother. Yep. And I can't say I know what that feels like. I don't want to know what it feels like anytime soon. But that shit must suck. I know like, my mom went like, through that shit. Like I did the total opposite. Like, I, like w- with the whole cancer thing, what happened to my mom? It was, it was two two thousand two thousand six, I believe it was, or two thousand seven. It was right before my second daughter was born, I believe. And I didn't know how to process it. All I could use was the little Google search that we had on our phones. I'm looking at a read about it, and all I'm seeing is death. So that's why those nights of crying by myself I was like like envisioning losing my mother like what am I gonna do I'm not gonna lie I'm a mama's boy I love my mother my mother's like my best friend I, I literally sit and have conversations like this like what we're doing now with my mother joke around the only one thing I don't do I never curse in front of my mother because I feel like I'm still gonna get slapped if I do so I don't do it you would into <laughs> this podcast <laughs> And she listens and she laughs and she enjoys. And the one thing about my mother, my mother, tell whatever you want to tell. Talk whatever you want to talk. My mother don't hide nothing from nobody. Her, her, and what's that saying? She's, she's living her existence. So if you know about me, you know about me. You don't, you don't. That's the type of person she is. She doesn't care if people talk about her. She's like, it's only words. It doesn't affect me. I'm still sleeping at night. That woman is so fucking strong, dude. It's a, it's a fucking incredible. And I mean, she showed a little bit of weakness the second time, but then she kind of like shook it off. Like, the fuck is wrong with me? That's the other thing too, right? You always yeah. think your parents are impenetrable. Yeah. And then stuff like this happens. happens. Yeah. See, yep. like, when my mom went through her ovarian cancer thing and she was getting the operation done, like, I just played it like it was nothing. Like, because it caught me by surprise and, like, I guess my shock. And I was also kind of young. But, uh, like, yo, she'll be all right. Yeah. She, yeah, she'll be all right. Because if, if you worry about it, that's when something goes bad. You know what I'm saying? So I did the, yeah. Oh, you're going to go visit your mom in the hospital? No. Like, my grandmother came. She to took my two yourself. brothers. I mean, huh? you had yeah. to lie to yourself. Yeah. 
And that's what I did. And then she came home. You you psyched yourself out. But that's kind of like the same way I did my own shit, though. Because I think I told you that. Remember when they they made me talk to, like, uh, the counselor and all that bullshit at the hospital? And they're like, oh, have you spoken to your family about your death? I'm like, what? They're like, oh, yeah, because, you know, you have cancer. There's a good chance you could pass away. You know, have you spoken to your children about it? I'm like, my kids know what I got. And that's that. Like, I don't talk about, oh, I'm going to die. Or what are you guys going to do when I pass away type shit? Because yeah. that shit's fucking depressing. And then she was like, oh, well, you also have a- not my fucking problem because I ain't going to be here. <laughs> but that's, that's, the way, that's the way I took and it, I, though. And I only mean that in that, you know what, once you're gone, you don't know how somebody's going to react. Yeah, 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 you can't control that you're shit. You're gone, you're gone. But I don't want to have that mindset. And I, 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 that's like some of the things that I felt were like kind of depressing about when people who have cancer. Because I didn't have like, you know, terminal cancer. Yeah, but you know what's fucked up about that shit too? About them telling you to say they that to put you, you in a bad mental place, and and that's manifesting your own fucking death. But like, why am I going to speak about me dying? I don't want to manifest that. No, I'm because to have hope. But they want you you to uh, be able to speak to your family. Like you said, your mother didn't talk to you for two months yet. Yeah. All right. When you talk to a counselor, they talk to you right away. They don't wait two three months. Like so, your mom probably spoke to the counselor and they're like, "You need to speak to your family because they got to share your feelings. They got you got to prepare them." Mentally, because you know, if yeah, that's what's going on, they're, yeah. the, they're the ones who have to deal with you after you pass. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they keep like telling, and I'm like, yeah, I've spoken to my family, I've spoken to my kids, and I it was very uplifting, and like, I wasn't talking to my children like, oh, I'm gonna die. You know, there's a good chance I could, I'm not coming back. You know, I didn't do that. I did that. Yeah, they found like I talked to you guys. Yeah. Oh, they found well, cancer. I'm about to like, go get an operation. It almost know? be like you put them through it twice, because there's gonna be the time you tell them right, and they're gonna have to process it. But then if it actually happens, now they're doing it again. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. That's what upsets me about that whole thing is like they get you into a mindset, though, that you, it's like a depressing I, fucking mindset. I almost mindset. understand where it's coming from, though, is because they're, tr- they're, they're, they're trying not to helping you. Everybody. They're not trying to help you, yeah, really. They're, I trying, guess, they're trying to help them. Sometimes, you I, know. I, I guess it's a scripted line for their position of work, too, that, See, that, that like, we have to tell you to speak to somebody. We, when, like we're forced to tell you to tell your loved ones. If like we don't time, do it, we're not doing I, our job. Every time I got something done, they'd be like, oh, how come you're not coming with like a family member? Why you always come by yourself? I'm like, because I don't want my family members coming here. Like, I got to do an hour <laughs> well, of radiation. got to work. Who knows? No, but fuck. If I'm doing an hour of radiation, I got to be in a room by myself. Like, the doctors and the nurses aren't sitting in that radiation room because the whole room becomes radiated. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they have a, it's like a 20 inch thick fucking door that closes when they fucking, before they turn the machine on. You know what I'm saying? So you can't even sit there for the hour with me. So if you're going to be in a waiting room, why the fuck are you going to take the trip? When my yeah, sister was sick, I, I, um, I took a couple weeks off of work where I took her to her appointments. Like, the, my whole point of that was, I, listen, it was so dire from what we were, everything we were hearing. Every, anyway, even though we were, there was some hope that the doctors were given, I just wanted to spend time with her. And that yep. meant I was taking her to her chemo and radiation appointments those two weeks just so I could spend time with her. See, like, I couldn't talk to my mom about that stuff when I was going through my stuff because the minute I mentioned, like, oh, yeah, cancer, she started crying. Yo, my brothers, too, like, you said, they started with the, you see the watery eyes and shit, and it's like, all right, cool, I can't have you guys come to my fucking appointments because I I don't need you there fucking crying Crying, like I'm about to die because I didn't feel like that's going to be an option for me. That's why the whole thing that I'm going through with this cold clubbing of the nail thing that's going on with my fingers, they say I'm, I'm not getting enough oxygen in my blood. And they wanted to check me for lung disease or lung cancer because it was like, for what we're seeing, these are possibilities. So they started running tests, and the doctor was leading 
more towards lung disease. He was like, yeah, I don't think you have the cancer, but you might have lung disease. So I started doing all the tests. Like I told my wife, obviously, and I told my sisters and my brother and my mother. And now you just told the 200 listeners on podcast. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I don't actually have it. Everything came back negative. Nice. So that was a great thing for me. I just have one more test to do, uh, which is, I think, tomorrow. And But you're bad with dates. Huh? But you're bad with dates. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you said he has AIDS. <laughs> yeah, me too. I was like, what? No. Nigga. I, not yet. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> never. Where have you but, been, Lynette? But, like, um, I did that shit, everything. But I never told my dad. He'll probably hear it now because he listens to the podcast. Because my dad is a fucking crybaby. He, anything that has to do with his Sorry, family. Mr. Rob's dad. Anything that has to do with his family getting hurt or sick, he breaks down. That's why I said he was the massive deer in headlights when the shit happened to my mom because all he did was cry. Who, who pays the bills? Like physically runs the house and pays the bills? My mom. Yeah. That's yeah. why I'd cry too. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I got to do this shit by myself. No, 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 no. Not financially. Financially, they were together, but my mom took care of everything. So now right. he's, yeah. he's like... He's like, who the I, fuck do I, I pay the rent do, to? Do I leave it under the yep. the super's door? Listen, my my <laughs> brother in law, my brother in law went through something similar. He just, my sister took care of the household. She made sure the bills were paid. She's ran the bank account. She did the shot, everything, right? And so it was also a steep learning curve for him because now he had to do everything. And so my niece and I, you know, did our best to bring him along. And some of it you got to figure out for yourself based yeah. on what you want to do. But he had to learn to run a household that he, for all those years, didn't have to run anymore. Wow. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Like me, like me right now, I try to learn uh, like stuff here and there or what my wife is doing. Because literally, I'm not going to lie, it's the same shit. My wife pays everything and she runs the household. Like me, if she were to pass or God forbid divorce me or something... I would have no lights because I don't know who to pay the light bill to. PSNG. Just go back to she this does, podcast and listen. She does everything online. So all her passwords, everything, nothing. I know nothing. See, what you got to do is be like, babe, start writing these passwords down in this notebook. <laughs> yeah, we keep, a, we keep a shared password thing. So for accounts we have to manage together. Yeah. We have a list. I, dude, I don't pay nothing. I mean, everything comes. In the worst case scenario, all you gotta do is take a trip down to PSENG and be like, "Look, this is where I live. My wife, you know, blah blah blah." And I need to figure out how I'm gonna start paying this shit. Don't worry, when you uh, don't get something paid, the paper bill will come in the mail. Bill, yeah, for real, right? <laughs> and, and it'll tell you what your Send password. Send the check. Is. Yeah. <laughs> Send the check. You better hope it ain't seventy five thousand. Shout out to the last podcast. <laughs> Shout out to Tat. Like yep. we're talking about cancer uh, I, today, you got to check yourself, whatever that is. If you don't feel right and the doctor's telling you there's nothing wrong with you, get another opinion. Get another opinion. Yeah. Doctors be exactly. bullshitting. America's ass backwards, bro. Yeah, well, you, we need to do take a uh, thing from Canada's uh, book exactly. and start giving fucking people you know free health care. You, do you know who pays for most of the research that gets done, whether it's a private or public company? No. Taxpayers? Taxpayers. Oh. All that research, it gets funded from somewhere, and a lot of it comes from government funding. So we end up subsidizing these companies that yep. do all this research, and then you'll get screwed right out the door. All right, man. It was good. Have fun with you, Paul. Thank you. Thank you for Thank coming. Thank you for having me. It's been fun. And we out. Peace. This is Ray. Peace. 
Get to Old Navy now for February's biggest style steal. 40% off all jeans and tees. Jeans start at just $18 for adults, $12 for kids. With tees from just $7 for adults, $6 for kids. All jeans and tees are on sale, even your favorite rock star jeans. All jeans and all tees are 40% off right now. Don't miss out. Run into Old Navy and OldNavy.com today. Valid 211 to 221 excludes in-store clearance jeans and tees. Active license and men's package tees. Get to Old Navy now for February's biggest style steal. 40% off all jeans and tees. Jeans start at just $18 for adults, $12 for kids. With tees from just $7 for adults, $6 for kids. All jeans and tees are on sale, even your favorite rock star jeans. All jeans and all tees are 40% off right now. Don't miss out. Run into Old Navy and OldNavy.com today. Valid 211 to 221 excludes in-store clearance jeans and tees. Active license and men's package tees.